aloha and welcome to the Maui Noka Oi and Silver Shark Media Podcast. This is Diane Woodburn and we'd like to welcome you in the partnership with Maui Hotel and Lodging Association to our series of Maui Strong Stories. These are the people and partnerships who are working to heal our island in the aftermath of these horrific fires. Uh, today, it's my pleasure to introduce someone who not only pitched in, but I, I would say, my gosh, you guys were first responders. I'd like to introduce Myra Gallinato. Myra is the Vice President and General Manager of Blue Hawaiian Activities. Good Hello. morning. Yeah, good morning. And you folks, I mean, you you pitched in right away. Uh, I know that you have been in this position since uh, 2021. So in a way you were, it's, it's in, in, my, in my perspective, two years is kind of new still. Um, so t tell me kind of what happened. I know that you have a, a 25 year history in the industry, 25, you don't look old enough to have a 25 year history. <laughs> yeah, I was, I was with Expedia Local Expert uh, as a general manager for um, about 13 years and um, then COVID happened. And then uh, with partnering with Blue Hawaiian over the years, uh, Quentin Koch, the president and CEO, we got together, we formed Blue Hawaiian Activities. So been doing this for quite some time, but yes, with Blue for since 2021. Oh, okay, great. Tell us a little bit about your background and how you came to create Blue Hawaiian Activities. Well, I believed in the activity space and I knew that COVID was going to go away at some point and the re uh, visitors would return. And that's what actually I'm hoping it's going to happen with the fire as well. But anyway, um, and when Expedia didn't want to continue, um, I went to the hotel partners that we had contracts with on all four islands and said, if I can figure this out and continue this business, will you continue the contract under a different name? And pretty much 93% of all the partners that we I had been partnered with over the last 15 years said yes. So we um, had about 45 days to spin up a business and uh, oh, wow. on February 1st of 2021 we went live and we haven't stopped and it's been great it's been a great partnership um, working with aviation is really cool yeah. um, and I still uh, have all the partners that I have and we've grown since we um, became Blue Hawaiian Activities so it's been really great. So what what is under the umbrella of Blue Hawaiian Activities? So we are a concierge service. So we, so you would have the Hyatts, the uh, Marriotts, the Outriggers. They outsource concierge services. So we are their concierges in their um, resort, selling activities and tours and helping. So oh, I, I have uh, seventy-five concierges on four of the islands. And you also is is it also um, directly associated with Blue Hawaiian helicopters? Yes, so we're we're sister companies. So of course we sell Blue Hawaiian helicopters as much as we can, but we also sell luau, snorkeling, zip lining, and all the other tours on the islands that the guests like to participate in. So tell us a little bit about how how you first learned of the fires and how you were responding. And uh, I think the, the biggest thing was when the roads were cut off. That must have been when yeah. So, so our director of ops, Eric Hamp, he had already uh, decided to have 
all three of our aircraft that we had on Maui ready to go on the morning of the night. So as soon as sun rose at about 8 a.m., we took our first flight over um, to Kapalua, and we actually took the Hawaii um, Director of Transportation over there, Ford, to do a uh, survey a survey of all the damaged sites from the air so he could understand what was going on. And then, so we switched from tours to recovery and, and helped with the community. And we provided like diesel pumps um, for the airport, for the firefighters over in Kapalua. We delivered about 6,000 meals that day. We partnered with Domino's and Pepsi and got them 100 pizzas and pallets of water. And then we were just doing more transportation for people who were um, trapped over there that maybe had a medical condition. Um, and so we just became a transport back and forth. We did four Starlinks um, in like the first couple of days. And then with my hotel partnerships uh, with Blue Horn Activities, um, we were in uh, communication with them via Q, who is our um, director of revenue, who was stranded on that side. He lives in Kahana. So he was able to go to each of the hotels and say, hey, what do you need? Because, And then he would then go to Kapalua Airport, talk to our pilots, talk to our management, talk to myself, talk to Quentin, and say, this is what everybody needs on this side. And so then we would come back, we would go shopping because everything's open on our side. And uh, then we would just keep bringing pallets of things. So we brought uh, Royal Lahaina, Hanua Kai, Kapalua um, Beach Resort, Papakea, the Hyatt, all just a lot of food, drink, and supplies. And then that we did that like the first like three days. And then the roads were starting to come open like to just emergency vehicles. And so there was a lot of um, like the Marriott has a ton of properties on the west side but they didn't have the top management. So management from the mainland would fly over. I actually worked as like an Uber driver. I would go to the airport, pick them up, come here, put them in a transport a helicopter and drop them over onto the other side. And then Q would drive them to the actual property so they can see their people. Oh so God. it was just a quite a, a working machine when we didn't know what we were doing, but it just, we just kind of kicked it into action and it was amazing. Really yeah, sounds like an amazing network of doing just about everything. So let's talk about the Starlings because that was huge. Mm -hmm. um, I know that you know, as you said, everything was down. Our IT um, partnered with Starlink and got some right away, and then also we partnered with a nonprofit called Red Lightning, and Red Lightning provided us and ten Starlinks to deploy onto the other side. And I think to this day, um, Red Lightning has deployed 100 uh, to the west side, uh, but we helped with uh, doing about 10 transports for them. Royal Lahaina, for example, I think we gave them three or four just because they were bringing in so many distressed members of their own employees as well as the community. And so they were full right away. And because there was so many people and because they have such a large property, you know, I think they were utilizing about four of them. Oh my gosh. And and also you guys were doing evacuations as well, I understand. Yep. We were taking people with medical conditions or who were just had that anxious and anxiety feeling that could needed to get out. So uh, we looked at the hotels for their 
uh, recommendations of who, and then we were able to do whatever we could. So we flew back. We had three helicopters going. So the ninth through about the 14th, we didn't start a tourism operation of just tours until the 14th of August. So we we pretty much almost a week were just doing community assistance. I didn't see any other way. And I think it's because we just have such an ability to land in places that other people can't land in. We hope that people saw the helicopters as a godsend versus, you know, a, a nuisance. So, um, you know, but it was what we could do with the community. Normally we charge about thirty, $3,600 $3, an hour for a charter. So yeah, if you if you look at it that way, um, the ninth through the thirteenth, three aircraft flying all day long, it added up. Yeah, I, I, I mean, it was what we what we needed to do. Yeah, absolutely. We we in our on our uh, one of our other podcasts we talk about kuleana, which means you know just responsibility within your in your life and community, and and kind of that was that was your kuleana to get up there in the air. Yeah, it was, it felt really good to do. And we're continuing to do stuff. Um, now we're, we're doing campaigns that Maui's open. Um, okay. So yesterday we partnered with Terralani and we did um, kind of a, kind of a photo shoot of just, you can still go out on a, a boat on a beautiful ocean water and you can lift in a beautiful helicopter and see waterfalls and the coastline and, um, so we're hoping to get that aired pretty soon, but that happened yesterday. Just the, just another activity company joining us and, you know, trying to get people back to the islands. Yeah. So that's a, an important message. And we talked about this, you know, sort of double-edged whammy of the horrific, uh, results of the fire, um, and displacement of, of people, but also the displacement of jobs. Mm -hmm. um, so we've been, uh, people need their jobs, people need the income, our businesses need to survive. Um, so, so tell me, what is your feeling about the sort of the short term, long term effect um, on the businesses right now? Well, Blue Hawaiian is actually a lucky company because we do have uh, positions, bases, activity desks on all the other islands. So what we're doing is we are moving our pilots, our maintenance staff, our concierges to Kauai, Big Island, and Oahu to um, to work. So we're trying to, because business um, didn't really dip so much in all of Hawaii, it just dipped on Maui. So we saw a lift on Kauai and, the, and on the Big Island specifically. So we needed to have more maintenance pilots and concierges. So we were able to move our staff over there so they didn't have that much of uninterrupted hours of work and income. So, yeah. so our message is, is, you know, if you're listening to this and you had a trip planned to Maui, don't cancel it. <laughs> Come. Correct. Yeah, we want to see you. Uh, people still want to welcome you here. Of course, we want to respect Lahaina and all of the South Side is open. We have beautiful tours of all our other islands through Blue Wine helicopters and other operators. So there's, it's still a lovely island and we, we encourage you to come. So how, if somebody is thinking, gee, like, maybe, maybe I should book something, how do they get a hold of you folks? Yeah, it's bluehawaiianconcierge.com. 
we do have concierges on Maui working on the south side of the island. So we are checking all the voicemails and email boxes of all the properties that are closed. So when they do decide to come back, we're still in contact with the guests. That's great. So I, I'm also, you know, thinking that you'd be a great model for uh, young people thinking about coming into this business. And um, and particularly, I mean, you're in a position where you obviously know how to make decisions, know how to make things move. Uh, we're able to have a lot of balls in the air at the same time and make sure that everything was moving smoothly. What kind of, what advice would you give a young person who's thinking, I think I'd really like to get involved in the visitor industry? What opportunities do you see and where where would you think the best place to start might be? I started in hotels. Um, you know, I my first uh, hotel that I worked here was the Fairmont Kailani. And I, I just started in the front desk and then I went to housekeeping manager and concierge manager. And then, then I went to other hotels, Kapalua Villas and the Grand Wailea. And I never thought I'd leave hotels until I got this opportunity. And now I'm in all the hotels. So as long as you are passionate for uh, working with people, um, inviting people into your home, sharing um, the best things to do and sharing stories that the guests really like the local perspective. Um, so if you're you know, enthusiastic and you don't mind answering a lot of questions and you love people, I mean, all you have to do is have an aloha spirit and a and a good work ethic, and anybody can do this. Um, it's I love my job. Um, I love the people I work with. I have a great team. Um, and now that I'm with Blue Hawaiian Helicopters, it's just uh, I look down into the maintenance hangar and I just see these people wrenching on these machines that fly in the air and I just it's really cool <laughs> so I I loved how it evolved I was devastated when Expedia closed down um during COVID but um it actually turned out to be even better we are hiring we're always looking for great talent you know I know the visitors will return um like I said I believe in this business and um we welcome everybody back and we hope to get through all this as well together and with the community's efforts, um, I think we will. So, Oh, that's, that's great. Um, that's really encouraging. You know, you're listening and you want to start a career. I think you should call Myra. <laughs> she, she's <laughs> got the connections. Uh, I, I just have one other thing I wanted to go back to. Uh, you talked about delivering over 6,000 meals. I, I, I just, I'm so I don't know, I'm just so grateful for everything you folks have done. I can't imagine uh, the coordination to get those meals out there so quickly. Uh, could you talk about some of the partners you worked with to deliver those meals? Well, we uh, partnered with Domino's, like I said, but actually the meals that we delivered were those um, emergency meals that you get at Costco. And you would think about they were, um, they're somewhat like those military meals, but they're much better. They're actually, they have desserts and they have pastas and they have meats and vegetarian options. And so we went to P Costco and got hundreds, uh, hundred and something pallets. And they're, they come in these big red emergency because they didn't have water too on the West side during this time. So we couldn't, 
you know, so we were trying to think, okay, you don't have electricity, you can't really cook this, you can't add water, but it really, it was just working with Costco and uh, Domino's was our, our, our main um, contacts for food. I, I just, again, can't express enough uh, the gratitude that we have, the whole community has for you and uh, for so many of our partners that pitched in immediately, but particularly for you folks, because it was so immediate and so necessary. And um, I can't imagine the amount of people that you touched and helped and, and gave some comfort and relief to. Um, so um, mahalo, Myra. I'm so happy to have talked to you today. And Thank you. It was a definitely a company effort and um, it felt really good. So we were we were proud to be a part of it. Oh, thank you. Mahalo Nui. Uh, it was a pleasure speaking with you. And you too. Wish you, wish you well and uh, good fortune in the future. Thank you.